May he help shield and save all who take refuge in him. Now let us respond. Amen. All of you ascribe greatness to our God and give honor to the Torah. There is no Cohen, there is no Levite. Top of page 441, together with me. Blessed, Blessed is he who gave the Torah to his people in Israel in his holiness. The Torah of Adonai is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of Adonai is trustworthy, making the simple and wise. The orders of Adonai are upright, gladdening the heart. The command of Adonai is clear, enlightening the eyes. Adonai will give light to his people. Adonai will bless his people with peace. The God whose way is perfect. The promise of Adonai is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. You cling to Adonai your God, you are all alive today. You cling to Adonai your God, you are all alive today. Rise, Boot, Yitro <laughs> Ki Amar Ger Hayiti Be'eret Nochia Beshem Ha'echad Eli Ezer Ki Elohe Avi Be'ezri Vayatileni Becherev Paro Vayavo Yitro Chutin Moshe Uvena Ve'ishto El Moshe El Hamidbar Asher Hu Chonei Sham Har Ha'elohim Vayomer Amoshe Ani Chotencha Yitro Ba Elecha Veishtecha Ushnei Vneha Ima Vayitse Moshe Likrat Choteno Vayishtachu Vayishaklo Vayishalu Ishra Ehu Lishalom Vayavo U Haohela Vaisaper Moshe Nachoteno Et Kohatela Ashermit Asher Asa Adonai Afarol Uitraim Al Odo Yisrael Ed Kohatela Asher Mitzatam Baderach Vayatilem Adonai Vayinchad Yitro Al Kohatuva Asher Asa Adonai Yisrael Asher Hitilo Miyad Mitraim Vayomer Vayomer Yitro Baruch Adonai Asher Hitil Echem Miyad Mitraim Umiyad Paro Asher Hitil Asher Hitil Et Ha'am Mitacha Yad Mitraim Ata Yadati Kigado Adonai Mikoha Elohim Kivadavar Kivadavar Asher Zadu Alehem Vayikach Yitro Choten Moshe Ola Uzvachim Glalohim 
Now I'm going to do the first Aliyah in Korean. Mosei Jangin Midian, Jesse Jangin Idroga Hananimi Mosei Egewa, Jagi Bixon Israel Ege Hashin El, Quote Yoho Wakiso Israel O, Egupeso Indohayo Nation Mutan El de Unira. Mosei Jangin Idroga Mosega Donyo Banatan, Goi Goi Ane Shiparawa, Goi Du Adu O, Derigo Watsni, Goi and Hanaidomenga <laughs> Go <laughs> Hi, 
Jethro, the minister of Midian, the father-in-law of Moshe, heard everything that God did to Moshe and to Israel, his people, that Adonai had taken Israel out of Mitzrayim. Jethro, the father-in-law of Moshe, took Zipporah, the wife of Moshe, after she had been sent away, and her two sons, of whom the name of one was Gershom, for he had said, I was a sojourner in a strange land. And the name of the other was Eliezer, for the God of my father came to my aid, and he saved me from the sword of peril. Jethro, the father-in-law of Moshe, came to Moshe with his sons and wife to the wilderness where he was encamped by the mountain of God. He said to Moshe, I, your father-in-law, Jethro, have come to you with your wife and her two sons with her. Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law, and he prostrated himself and kissed him, and each inquired about each other's, about the other's well-being. Then they came to the tent. Moshe told his father-in-law everything that Adonai had done to Paro and to Mitzrayim for Israel's sake, all the travail that had befallen them on the way, and that Adonai had rescued them. Jethro rejoiced over all the good that Adonai had done for Israel, that he had rescued up from the hand of Mitzrayim. Jethro said, Blessed is Adonai, who rescued you from the hand, who has rescued who has rescued you from the hand of Mitzrayim and from the hand of Pearl, who has rescued the people from under the hand of Mitzrayim. Now I know that Adonai is greater than all the gods, for in the very matter in which the Egyptians had conspired against them, Jethro, the father-in-law of Moshe, took an elevation offering and the feast offerings for Moshe and, and for God and Aharon, and all the elders of Yisrael came to eat bread with the father-in-law of Moshe, of Moshe before God. He who blessed her forefathers of Racham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, may he bless Ruth, Bat, Shlomo, because she has come up to the Torah in honor of the Omnipresent, in honor of the Torah, in honor of the Shabbat, in honor of Messiah Yeshua. As a reward for this, may the Holy One, blessed is he, protect her and rescue her from every trouble and distress, from every plague and illness. And may he send blessing and success in her every endeavor, together with all Israel, her brethren. Now let us respond. Amen.
And I spoke to Moshe. So shall you say to the Bnei Yisrael, you have seen that I have spoken to you from Hashemayim. You shall not make images of what is with me. Gods of silver and gods of gold shall you not make for yourselves. An altar of earth shall you make for me, and you shall slaughter near it your elevation offerings and your peace offerings, your flock and your herd. Wherever I permit my name to be mentioned, I shall come to you and bless you. And when you make for me an altar of stones, do not build them hewn, for you will have raised your sword over it and desecrated it. You shall not ascend my altar on steps, so that your nakedness will not be uncovered upon it. Baruch atah Adonai, Elohinu melech haolam, asher natan lanu Torah demet, vayachel lam nefra betokinu, Baruch atah Adonai, notin ha-Torah. Amen. He blessed our forefathers of our Chag Yitzhak and Yaakov, and he blessed Shlomo and Abraham, because he's come up to the Torah in honor of the Omnipresent, in honor of the Torah, in honor of the Shabbat, in honor of Messiah Yeshua. As a work of this, may the Holy One bless his seed, protect him, and rescue him from every trouble and distress, from every plague and illness, and may he send blessing and success in his every endeavor, together with all Israel and his brethren. Now let us respond. Amen. It's a tree of life for those who grasp it and supporters and its supporters are praiseworthy. Its ways are the ways of pleasantness and all its paths are peace. Lengthy days are at its right and its left are wealth and honor. Other night desire for the sake of its righteousness that the joy be made great and glorious. Amen. May he bless Ben Abraham, who has come to raise the Torah, and Yehoshua Ben Shlomo, who has come to re-roll the Torah. In honor of the Torah, in honor of the Shabbat, in honor of Messiah Yeshua. As a word for this, may the Holy One, blessed is he, protect them and rescue them from every trouble and distress, from every plague and illness, and may he send blessing and success in their every endeavor, together with all Israel, their brethren, and let us respond. Amen. 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 Blessed you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen good prophets and was pleased with their words that were uttered with truth. Blessed you, Adonai, who chooses the Torah, Moshe, his servant, Israel, his nation, and the prophets of truth and righteousness. Amen. The Haftorah portion is Isaiah 6, 1 through 7, 6, and then 9, 5 through 6. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw my Lord sitting on a high and lofty throne, and its legs build the temple. Seraphim stood above at his service, six wings, six wings to each. With two it would cover its face, with two it would cover its legs, and with two it would fly. And one would call to another and say, Holy, holy, holy Adonai, master of legions, the whole world is filled with his glory. The doorposts moved many cubits at the sound of the calling, and the house became filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I shall die, for I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, Adonai, Zabaoth. One of the seraphim flew to me, and his hand was a coal, which he took with tongs from atop the altar. He touched it to my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. 
Your iniquity is removed and your sin shall be atoned. I heard the voice of my Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who shall go with us? Who shall go for us? And I said, Here I am. Send me. He said, Go and say to this people, Surely you hear, but you fail to comprehend. And surely you see, but you fail to know. The heart of this people is fattened. Its ears are heavy and its eyes are sealed. Lest it see with its eyes and hear with its ears and its heart understand so that it will repent and be healed. I said, how long, Adonai? And he said, until cities become desolate without an inhabitant, and houses are without a person, and the land becomes desolate and wasted. Adonai will send the true man far away, and there will be much forlornness in the midst of the land. There will be ten more kings in it, and then it shall regress and become barren, like a terebinth and an oak, which, when shedding their leaves, shall have vitality in them, so that they so, so will the holy seed be the vitality of the land. It was in the days of Ahaz, son of Yotan, son of Uzziah, king of Yehudah, that Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Ramaliah, king of Yisrael, ascended to Jerusalem to wage war against it, but could not triumph over it. It was told to the house of David, saying, Aram has encamped with Ephraim. His heart and the heart of his people shuddered, as the trees of the forest shuddered before the wind. Adonai said to Yeshayahu, Go now toward Ahaz, you and your son, Shir Yashub, to the edge of the conduit of the upper pool on the path of the launderer's field. Say to him, Stay behind, be calm, fear not. Let your heart not grow faint before these two tails of smoking firebrands, before the burning wrath of Rezin and Aram and the son of Ramaliah. Because Aram has counseled evil against you with Ephraim and the son of Remelahu, saying, Let us go up against Yehuda and cause it distress and sunder it for our benefit and install the son of Tabael as king in it. For a child has been born to us, a son has been given to us, and the authority will rest on his shoulders. He who is wondrous advisor, mighty God, eternal father, shall give him the name Prince of Shalom, to him who will be great in authority, and have Shalom without limit upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to establish it and sustain it through justice and righteousness. From now to eternity, the zealousness of Adonai Zavaot will accomplish this. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe. Rock of all eternities, righteous in all generations, the trustworthy God who says and does, who speaks and fulfills, all of whose words are true and righteous. Trustworthy are you, Adonai our God, and trustworthy are your words. Not one of your words is turned back to its origin unfulfilled. For you are God, trustworthy and compassionate King. Blessed are you, Adonai, the God who is trustworthy in all his words. Amen. Arise, Suzanne, Bat, Abraham. The upside reading is Matthew 5, 8 through 20. Prophetha Adonai Elohim Melech Olam, Asher Natamade, at Devray Hamashiach, Yeshua, at Devray Shemel, Shemel, Lekei. 
Baruch Atah Adonai Natain et Debrei HaMashiach Yeshua. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who gave us the words of Messiah Yeshua and the words of his apostles. Blessed are you, Adonai, giver of the words of Messiah Yeshua. Amen. Oh, the gladness of the pure of heart, for they will behold God. Oh, the gladness of those who pursue shalom, for they will be called the sons of God. Oh, the gladness of those who are, who are pursued on account of Zedekiah, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Oh, your gladness, if they insult you and pursue you, falsely speaking all kinds of evil about you for my sake. Be happy and rejoice, because your reward is in, in heaven is great. For so they pursued the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt becomes tasteless, with what could it be salted? See, it is no longer useful for anything except to be cast outside, and it becomes something for sons of men to trample. You are the light of the world. A city that sits on the mountain will not be hidden, nor do people kindle a lamp just to put it under a bushel measure, but on the menorah, to illuminate all who are in the house. So also shine your light before the sons of men, so that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father who is in heaven. Do not imagine that I have come to violate the Torah or the words of the prophets, for I have not come to violate, but to fulfill. For amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one yod or one thorn will pass away from the Torah until all has been established. Therefore, the man who violates one of these small mitzvot and teaches sons of men to do like, like him will be called small in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you, if your Zedekiah is not greater than the Zedekiah of the scholars and the Rishim, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Have mercy on Zion, for it is the source of our life. To the one who is deeply humiliated, bring salvation speedily in our days. Blessed you, Adonai, who gladdens Zion through her children. Amen. Amen. Gladness, Adonai, our God, with Eliyahu Hanavi, your servant, and with the kingdom of the house of David, your anointed. May he come speedily and cause our heart to exult. On his throne, let no stranger sit, nor let others continue to inherit his honor. For by your holy name you swore to him that his heir will not be extinguished forever and ever. Blessed to you, Adonai, shield of David. Amen. For the Torah reading, for the prayer service, and for the reading from the prophets, and for this Shabbat that you, Adonai, Elohim, have given us, for holiness and contentment, for glory and splendor. For all this, Adonai Elohim, we gratefully thank you and bless you. May your name be blessed by the mouth of all the living always, for all eternity. Bless you, Adonai, who sanctifies Hashabbat. Amen.
Good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming to my bat mitzvah. My bat mitzvah portion is Yitro. The meaning of Yitro in English is Jethro, which means addition. This portion is in the Shemot, Exodus, from chapter 18, verse 1, to chapter 20, verse 26. Yitro takes 138 lines in the Torah scroll. There are 75 verses. This portion contains 1,105 words and 4,022 letters. There are four positive mitzvot commandments and 14 negative mitzvot. Parsha Yitro is set at Mount Sinai. Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, has, had heard of all the things Adonai had done to bring the children of Yisrael out of Mitzrayim or Egypt. He came to visit Moshe and brought with him his daughter Zipporah, Moshe's wife, and Zipporah, Moshe's sons, Gershom and Eliezer. Concerned about Moshe's well-being, Yitro advised Moshe to appoint the judges to assist him with the resolving issues and settling disputes among the people. Then Yitro returned home. Moshe ascended Mount Sinai and spoke with the Adonai. Adonai commanded him to instruct the people to sanctify themselves for three days so they could hear his voice. After the three days, when Moshe again ascended Mount Sinai, Adonai introduced himself again and gave the Torah to Moshe including the ten words. This event with Moshe at Mount Sinai should remind us of a similar event which involved Moshe and the mountain that we saw just a few weeks ago. Think back to the portion Shemot. Let's look at how the event of Moshe encountering God in the burning bush and the event encountering God here with the giving of the Ten Commandments are similar. I will include some fascinating ideas that I learned from studying Rabbi David Foreman's commentary. In Yitro, the last verses of chapter 19 tell us that Moshe has led a group of people, the nation of Yisrael, through the wilderness to through the Sinai wilderness and to Mount Sinai, which is described in Shemot 18, verse 5, as the mountain of God. Where have we seen the mountain of God before? Yes, in the Parshar Shemot, where Moshe led a flock of sheep to Mount Horeb. In chapter 3, verse 1, Mount Horeb was described as the mountain of God. Mount Horeb and Mount Sinai are the same mountain. Here, Moshe is back at the same place he encountered God in the burning bush. In chapter 3, verse 1, Moshe was shepherding a flock of sheep that belonged to his father-in-law, Yitro, through the wilderness to the mountain of God. In chapter 19, verse 1, Moshe led a flock of people, people who belonged to Adonai, through the wilderness to the same mountain. We can also compare in both events something that was burning. In chapter 3, verse 2, and then I appeared to Moshe in a bush burning with fire, but the bush was not burning up. In Shemot 19, verse 18, Adonai de- descended unto Mount Sinai in fire, but the mountain did not burn up. In chapter 3, verse 5, God tells Moshe, do not come near the bush because the place was holy. In, chap- in Shemot 19, verses 12 and 21, God tells Moshe to warn the people to stay back from the mountain. There is another similarity between these two events, a very special one. In chapter 3, verse 6, at the burning bush, when Moshe asked Adonai his name, he identified himself as I am. In chapter 20, verse 2, in the first part of the Ten Commandments, the first one is also I am. However, there is a slight contrast between the two responses. At the burning bush, Adonai introduced himself as the God of your forefathers, of Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. While at the... While at Mount Sinai, Adonai introduced himself as your God. 
Why the change? The change is because Adonai wants to emphasize that he is their God. What makes him their God? While at the burning bush, Adonai had not yet done anything for the people. However, now he had rescued the people from the Egyptians. So he was no longer just the God of their forefathers. He was their God. In chapter 3, verse 7, God tells Moshe, God told Moshe that he had seen his people's affliction and heard their cries. And in verse 10, God says he is going to send Moshe to take them out of Mitzrayim. In chapter 20, verse 2, God says, I am your God who brought you out of Mitzrayim. God identified himself as their God and proclaimed that he had delivered on his promise, the same promise he made to Moshe at the burning bush. This is the precedence for the first commandment. I am Adonai, your God, who did exactly what I said I would do when we first met here. I delivered my people out of Mitzrayim. The second commandment also has a comparison from the burning bush experience. In chapter 3, verse 11, Moshe questioned, Who am I? I cannot do what you are asking. But in chapter, but in verse 12, God responded, Yes, be, yes, you can because I will be with you. Because I will be with you. Let's look forward to uh, chapter 20, verse 3, where God says, do not, have any other God, do not have any gods other than me. In other words, I will be with you. I want to be your only God. God's basis for this commandment is that he did help Moshe deliver the people out of Mitzrayim. Back at the burning bush encounter in Shemot, chapter 3, verse 13, Moshe asked God his name. In verse 14, God answers that his name is, I will be what I will be. Rashi explains that this means God will, be with, God will always be with his people in their time of need. In our portion in chapter 20, verse 7, God tells his people in the third commandment to not take his name in vain. The Talmud instructs that this means we should not swear on his name unnecessarily or trivially. Doing so is the ultimate in dismissiveness. How could we ever treat in a dismissive manner the name of the one who promises to always be with us when we need him? The fourth commandment, the fourth commandment is to remember Shabbat to keep it holy or set apart. God can give this command because he is the creator. Shabbat is a sign of his creation. Back in the encounter at the burning bush, in Shemot chapter 4, verse 2, God gave Moshe two signs. With the first sign, he created life from a dead object. He turned Moshe's staff into a snake. With the second sign, God turned Moshe's hand in leprous, which is a symbol of death. Then Adonai restored Moshe's hand, which is a symbol of life. These two signs demonstrated that God is the creator and the master of the universe. The fourth commandment to keep Shabbat special or set apart is a sign, a weekly reminder of God as the creator. Let's look back once more to the burning bush event. In, chap in chapter 4, verse 10, Moshe made an excuse that he did not speak very well. God responded, I am the one who made your mouth. I will be with your mouth and teach you what to say. In other words, God told Moshe that he had equipped him with what he needed to accomplish his mission. The fifth commandment, honor your father and mother, has the same reasoning. Your parents are the people who created you, and through your parents, God has given you everything you need to accomplish the purpose he has for you. 
This was just like he reminded Moshe at the burning bush, and accordingly, God is instructing in the fifth commandment that we are to honor our parents. In fact, this one is so important to Adonai that it is the only commandment to which he attached the promise, so that our days, so that our days will be long upon the land that Adonai Elohecha gives you. The event with Moshe at the burning bush was a foreshadowing of the giving of the law at Mount Sinai. Here's an additional idea which Rabbi Foreman presented about these two events that I found fascinating. At the burning bush, God gave Moshe five responses, which are the five responses we just went through. In Mount Sinai, in chapter 20, God gave Moshe ten commandments. The Hebrew words for bush and mountain are spelled the exact same way except for one letter in each word. In bush, the different letter is hey, which has the numerical value of five, which corresponds to the five responses God gave Moshe. The different letter in mountain is yud, which has the numerical value of ten, which corresponds to the Ten Commandments. Isn't that interesting? The experience from the burning bush to the giving of the law doubled in the utterances God made in each experience from five to ten. But this also suggests an expansion of the experience itself. In chapter 3, the event was based on a small bush. But in chapter 20, the event is based on a large mountain. The, burn, the bush experience involved one person, while the giving of the law involved the entire nation of Israel. In chapter 3, verse 12, Adonai said, I'm going to give a sign. When you have brought the people out from midst out of Mitzrayim, you are going to bring this people to this mountain, and you will all worship me here. God was telling Moshe that the giving of the law in chapters 19 and 20 would be the culmination of the events that God started in chapter 3. In chapter 3, a small bush was on fire. In, chapter 19 and, in chapters 19 and 20, an entire mountain was on fire. In chapter 3, Moshe and God were having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. In chapters 19 and 20, the, uh, the conversation is between God and the nation of Israel. As explained in Shemot chapter 19, verse 8, Moshe told the people of Israel that God wanted them as his own possession. They would be set apart for him. The people responded, saying, Everything God has said, we will do. This is the same thing I am doing today as a bat mitzvah. When one decides to take on the responsibility of being a bat mitzvah, it means she will be a daughter of the commandments. By becoming a bat mitzvah, I am agreeing to obey all of God's commandments, mitzvah, and rulings. In turn, I know I am a part of his family, his own treasure. I will do my absolute best to observe his commandments and have the same response of everything God has said, I will do. Finally, I would like to thank Mr. Joseph Squitrini, Mr. Rick Spurlock, Mr. Joshua Spurlock, and Mr. Greg Upham for teaching me and our community. Thank you again to Mr. Rick Spurlock for the Bereans online, which I use weekly for my Torah study. I would like to say thank you to Mrs. Gregory Bartos for posting my bat mitzvah on the meetup. I would also like to say thank you to Mrs. Joshua Sparrock for helping Mom translate the new songs for our song sheets. Thank you, Mrs. Traficanti, for teaching me Hebrew, which helped me present my aliyah this morning. I would like to send a special thank you to Mrs. Todd Jones, Esther, who is serving the Wycliffe Organization in South Korea with her family. 
Just like she did with Joshua, she gave me the means to read the first Aliyah of Yitro in Korean. I like. Thank you, Miss Quatrini, for doing my photo shoots to to provide these wonderful pictures for my bat mitzvah. I enjoyed the photo shoots. Lastly, I like you. Wait a sec. Sorry. I would like to thank Appa and Mom for, t- for adopting me and my brothers and giving us a Torah observant home. Thank you for raising me well and teaching me to be obedient to God. I would also like to thank Appa and Mom for helping me with my bat mitzvah pre- preparations and with chanting the first aliyah in Hebrew, which with reading the first uh, and with reading the first aliyah in Korean and with midrash. I would like to thank Joshua, Josiah, and Micah for being great brothers. Thank you for giving me encouragement. Lastly, I would like to say thank you again to everyone who came to my bat mitzvah today. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who has granted us life, sustained us, and enabled us to reach this occasion. Amen. Katie Kate, here it goes again. <laughs> you bring Mommy and me a tremendous amount of joy. You've done very well this morning, and we can see you worked really hard in preparing for your bat mitzvah today. Very nicely done, sweetie. Today, you've told your family, your friends, and your community that you've chosen to accept this responsibility of the Torah and God's commandments as to how he wants us to live. You're old enough to participate as an adult, and you're old enough to take on responsibility as an adult. And just as I told Joshua at his bar mitzvah service just a few months ago, while you've accepted this responsibility, it doesn't mean that you're on your own. You'll always have the love and support of your mom and me, your brothers, your extended family, and your community. As you mature, you'll continue to depend on all of us for help and guidance. But now, your family and your community can begin to depend on you as well. For mom and me, today's about trusting God. Since we're no longer responsible for your actions, we trust that the things we've taught you and the character that we've encouraged you to develop, and especially the Torah serving as our authority to guide your life decisions, will indeed guide your decisioning as you take on this responsibility. You'll have many decisions to make throughout your life, and at times, unexpected events will happen that will challenge your judgment. Others will also question your decisions. We want you to know that Mom and I will always be there for you as your life unfolds. We also want you to know that your family, friends, and community are always here for you, too. We will continue to help and encourage, teach and train you in the path of righteousness, and hold you accountable for the decisions that you make, with all confidence that just as Shoal told those in the assembly at Philippi, he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Messiah Yeshua. Katie, it was only a little less than 12 years ago that Mom and I welcomed you into our family. I remind you every Shabbat when I bless you 
that you are the one and only girl. Mom and I were so excited to welcome a daughter into our family, and we felt very privileged to be able to travel to Seoul and meet you for the first time in your foster parents' home. We were so proud to travel around Seoul and do sightseeing with our new daughter. That's something you certainly don't remember, but I'll never forget it. Mom and I are continually grateful to God for selecting you to be our daughter and selecting us to be your parents. I can hardly believe in these few short years, the cute little baby girl with a cute little chuckle laugh, the cutest little chuckle laugh that I've ever heard, and the short wispy hair has grown into the intelligent and beautiful young woman with lovely long hair standing before me today. Katie Kate, I love you more than you know. And I hope and pray that someday you'll, by experience with your own sons and daughters, understand the love that I have in my heart for you. Katie, my hope for you, just as I told Joshua when he became a bar mitzvah a few months ago, is that you'll be strong and courageous. Just as Moshe charged the mixed multitude in Devarim 31, just prior to their entering the land. Be strong in your convictions built on the principles in the Torah. Be courageous and willing to stand alone when your position is unpopular, but where your convictions and understanding of God's words tell you that you're right. Remember that Yeshua told his Dalmadim that as his followers, they could expect to be hated, mocked, and despised. So you shouldn't be surprised when that's directed to you. Others outside of our community may try to influence or sway you away from your convictions or convince you to act in a manner inconsistent with scriptural principles. But you'll need to remember to be strong and courageous and not give in to that pressure. But also keep in mind that a stubborn courage can easily cross over into being arrogant. Let your courage be tempered and refined with humility and continue to have a teachable spirit and a willingness to learn from others whom you respect. Moshe didn't give the people this exhortation without a reminder and a promise. He reminded them that they would be able to be strong and courageous because Adonai would be with them and that Adonai would not fail them or forsake them. The same is true of you. Adonai is with you and he will never fail you or forsake you. And as he has given you his word, the Torah, which is his written word, for which you have today accepted responsibility, so be diligent to study God's word so you're always prepared to correctly apply, apply God's principles to life situations as they arise. He's also given you Messiah Yeshua, who is the living word, as your example as to how to live a life of Torah obedience, righteousness, and blessing to others. Remember that what God really requires from you is your just actions. It's all about living obediently to his commandments. It's about your deeds. What does God require of you? The prophet Malachi tells us that what God requires of us can be boiled down to three things. To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. In other words, to emulate the character of Yeshua and do just what he did. Yeshua lived a life of complete obedience to the Torah. It guided his words and his actions. And likewise, it's your guide to making wise decisions. Your diligent study of scripture will equip you to do just exactly that. I'm thrilled to see how God's working in your life and how you're responding. Katie Kate, ever since we received you in Seoul, 
almost 12 years ago, you've brought mom and me a tremendous amount of joy. So on this day that you've become a bat mitzvah, mom and I would like to bless you, the one and only girl who's been a source of so many blessings for us. Katie, on this day of your bat mitzvah, when you've reached the age of spiritual maturity, you've declared that you're ready to accept the responsibility of your own actions and to obey the commandments of God. We feel that you're ready to begin taking on the challenges of adulthood. May your quiet strength lead you to a life where you have the courage to make wise decisions, even when they may not be popular with others, and where you exercise good judgment and do what you believe is right based on the Torah. May you be a person of character, strong but not tough, gentle but not weak. May your kindness to all lead you to a life filled with loving family and friends. May your common sense and wisdom lead you to a life filled with well-thought-out decisions. May you be like women of Torah, patient as Sarah, gracious as Rebecca, nurturing as Leah, loving like Rachel, determined like Tamar. May you also be like other biblical women, devoted as Ruth, dignified as Naomi, and favored like Miriam. May your study of Torah lead to a life of Torah observance and a continuation of that halakha, that faith walk, to the next and succeeding generations. Our prayer for you today is for a long life filled with peace, health, happiness, and purpose, surrounded by family, friends, and community. Be kind, generous, humble, and true always. Pursue righteousness with tenacity, tempered with humility. May God give you strength to do all the good things that you see is within your reach and those that you think are a little beyond. May you follow the path of righteousness and never let others steer you in the wrong direction. May you one day be blessed by seeing your children's children become bar and bat mitzvahs. May you be blessed with patience and understanding, with wisdom and compassion. May your deeds find favor in the eyes of those around you, bring glory to God's name, and be worthy of his richest blessings. May your enthusiasm for learning continue throughout your life and bring you great personal joy and fulfillment. May you have companions throughout your life who love and appreciate you for who you are, who honor your values, and who are there for you when you need them. May you help create home and community wherever you go. May your life purpose, to know God and make him known, also guide your thoughts and your actions always. May you constantly rededicate yourself to God, and may God continue to bestow blessings upon you. We wish for you the words we sing on our Shabbat morning prayers. Sin shalom tova ufacha. May God give you peace, goodness, and blessing. May you be like that righteous person described in Psalm chapter 1. How blessed are those who reject the advice of the wicked, who don't stand on the way of sinners, or sit where scoffers sit. Their delight is in Adonai's Torah. On his Torah, they meditate day and night. They're like trees planted by streams. They bear fruit in their season. Their leaves never wither. Everything they do succeeds. Not so the wicked, who are like chaff driven by the wind. For this reason, the wicked won't stand up to the judgment, nor will sinners at the gathering of the righteous. For Adonai watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is doomed. Katie Kate, Thank you for being one of the brightest lives in our li- lights in our lives. You bring us a tremendous amount of joy, and Mom and I love you tremendously. Baruch Sheptani May Onesh Shilzot. Katie, keep close to your heart, reverence for God and for His Torah. 
as it is said in the Etzacham that we prayed this morning from the Proverbs, Behold, you have been given a good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. It is a tree of life to those who hold it fast, and all who cling to it find happiness. Its ways are ways of pleasantness, and all its paths are peace. Now it's my privilege to close a blessing. If I can get this over. Yevrechakad and I've Yishmarecha. Yad and I've Panavlecha, Vilchenenka. Yisad and I've Panavlecha. Vaya Shalom.